we'll be fine. Yep, I know. So, um, I guess that's it. I guess Five, that's it. Four. Three. Two. And one. 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 There it is. Hello, world. Here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. <laughs> welcome back, listeners. Did you know that we're in the off season still? We, um, as uh, Steve Dangle so succinctly put it, we are now at the end of a hockeyless November, which I think is the first time that has happened in a century. Wow. No. Yeah, thinking about that. Well, the last one was last century. Remember the lockout? Oh, yeah. Duh, the yeah. lockout. Anyway, yeah. my name is David Ogier, and I'm at MetalDave02 <sighs> on Twitter.com, <laughs> joined as always by Veronica. Yeah. I'm at CHILE underscore Pepper with a headache on Twitter. That's Veronica with a headache. <laughs> I uh, just recalled that. I'm going to keep my voice at a low timbre <laughs> to be <Thank> considerate. <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, Beth is again not with us. She is dealing with some things um, herself that she's taking care of, so she can't make it this e uh, this evening. But we expect her to be back sometime soon. Yep. So sometime no, soon. No problem there. Uh, as I mentioned. We are still steeped in uh, the offseason uh, and news pertaining to the Habs themselves is rather sparse. And it's kind of funny because I was looking up a bunch of stuff to get together and I just realized something that I completely forgot to look up. And that was yet another change in the Habs front office. Oh, yes. Last week it was the um, head of uh, amateur scouts there. Mm-hmm. Shane, whomever, whomever, that we lost to the Florida Panthers, or he just moved on to the Florida Churla. Panthers. Yeah. yeah, Churla. And there was another fellow that uh, went on this past week. Larry Carrier. That's who he is. Who's Larry? Nice fella. Oh. They just didn't re uh, renew his contract, apparently. Hmm. So I never really knew what he did over there. Oh, I was going to say, that was my next question. What did he do? He, okay, we can find this out. Professional nice guy? Professional light nice guy. Ooh. Nice face. Ah, see? There you, man, he already has a lot going for him. <laughs> uh, so, Andrew Zetternowski for Eyes on the Prize wrote a piece <laughs> about how he quietly left the organization, meaning that his contract was simply not renewed. He was mm. with the organization for 10 years. Wow. Taking on many different roles in the hockey operations department. He was initially hired by the ghost, Pierre Gauthier, in Whoa. 2010 to replace no. Julien it... Brisebois. Wow. These are all sorts of names coming out here. Yeah. And so... Dee -dee -dee -dee. Prior to joining the Habs, he was spent six seasons as a professional scout for the Washington Capitals, and before that, 20 years 
climbing in hockey operations with the Buffalo Sabres after playing with them for seven years. Jesus. I know, right? That's a long career. Um, 20 years in Buffalo? Oh. Like, not even thinking of the team. Sorry, everyone from Buffalo. Just (laughs) Everybody that I know from Buffalo, which is two people, are super nice. Oh, it's super nice. I'm thinking of the winters. Oh, my God. Like, you don't understand lake effect snow, I don't think. Because Buffalo gets dumped on. I don't know if you recall or when exactly this was. It was either a few years ago or uh, more than that. Had to cancel like a hockey game because of how heavy the snow was. Is it, isn't that where um, OJ Simpson had his pro career? Buffalo. Oh my God! What team did OJ Simpson play for? The Buffalo Bills. I don't know if that's correct. I don't know either, <laughs> but I, I remember from watching um, OJ Made in America. Yeah, he played for the Buffalo Bills and the 49ers. Yeah, and there was some really... And the 49ers? Yep, yep. That's uh, his last year in the NFL. Oh, really? Yep, I saw yep. it in that documentary, which is a very good documentary. It is. It, it was highly awarded, I think, as well. It was very, very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was footage there of him playing football as a Yankee, and it was very snowy. Oh, yes. It <laughs> snows and snows and snows over in Buffalo. So more power it, to you, Buffalo Whites. Isn't Buffalo like more north than some parts of Canada? No. It's south of oh, Toronto. Or is that Detroit? It might be Detroit you're thinking yeah, of. Or Detroit, Anchorage. Of. Anchorage. Then Alaska, which is quite north. No, no. Uh, Buffalo, it's um, it's directly east of Albany, for starters. Um, it's like southeast of Toronto. Um, 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 yeah, it's kind of a, it, the, the thing about it is that it's right in between two of the Great Lakes as well. So it's just, it's a, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Snow what? It's just, oh my it's, God. it's just an apocalypse when it snows out there. I feel so bad when it happens. Like I, like that game where the, where the, like that, that storm where the, the game was canceled. I gotta look that up. Uh, it was like 30 feet of snow in a day. What? You no, know, I'm like, I'm not, when I say it snows in Buffalo, it's just, it's, it's a wash. You can't do anything. The city shuts down. It's crazy. One year in Vancouver, we had a snowstorm like that, believe it or not. On right I around New Year's not Eve. not believe it. Believe it. Right uh, around New Year's Eve. The whole entire city got shut down, and the three tenors who were going to be playing a concert at BC Place on New Year's Eve had to cancel. Oh, my God. It was a very big deal. Oh, look at that. This was in 2014, that snowstorm I'm talking about. I'm looking it up. Oh, I said 30 feet. I'm an idiot. I meant 65 (laughs) inches. That's five well, feet of snow. If you have snow drifts in one day. Oh yeah. It's windy. It's just it's it's it is just absolutely crazy. I'm reading a um an article from hockey news by Matt Larkin about this particular storm. Uh, the storm has taken a devastating toll, claiming eight lives and stranding countless people in their homes and vehicles. 
and uh, Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets game was uh, oh wait might be moved to another city and but the, yeah they canceled the uh, the Sabres game against uh, the Rangers that weekend. It wasn't so long ago. No, no, no. Only uh, only sixty years, two thousand fourteen, and the before times when everything and the still before times where things made sense. Oh my God, what in world? So yeah. But yeah, so um, that particular person that was with the Habs organization now is not. I don't nope. even remember his name. Larry Carrier. God. <laughs> Larry Carrier. There was a good joke on Twitter about that, but I don't. I don't remember what it was. Okay. In one eye, out out the other. In one I ear, no and no. Out- the eyeball no retention whatsoever i'm like a goldfish when it comes to some things on twitter i was like ah next topic oh interesting oh carrier was an integral part in the decision to hire michel terrien as the next head coach after jacques martin got the boot and oh. instrumental also in drafting alex galchenyuk third overall and notably That's first in a... line yeah. I know, I know, okay. right? Notably, first in line in contract talks with PK Subban's agent Don Meehan in the 2013-2014 season. That's blah, not blah, a blah, blah, sterling nope. record. No. Um, no. According to popular opinion on Twitter, well intentioned, I am sure, but that is yeah, yeah that is that is a series of <laughs> things that did not pan out for the Habs. And now Chucky's on his, like, sixth team in, like, two years. He's with the Sabres. The Senators. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, crap. I got got Buffalo on the mind. Freaking, yeah, exactly. I do. <laughs> uh, Le Sabre. No, the Sabres, Taylor Hall went there. That's what it was. Yeah. And I was thinking, wait, Taylor Hall and Galchenyuk? I'm like, no, that wouldn't no. make sense. Yeah. Galchenyuk is now a senator. It goes to show how much I care about his career. So. <laughs> sort of say. Oh, man. Off topic, I was um I was struggling to wake up from a nap because um I had two incredibly lucid dreams during my naps uh, before Ooh. the uh, before the happy hour. So my my entire schedule so far is thus. For some reason, and this has never happened before in my life. I've been waking up like two or three hours before my alarm goes off, no matter when I go to bed. Like, say I go to bed at like 2 a.m., I wake up at 5.30, almost on the dime, and I'm just, bam, awake, right? Mm-hmm. Now, of course, my long naps during the day might be the cause of this, but it never used to be the case yeah. up until like last week, you know? So, mm-hmm. regardless, that's uh, extra info that's not really pertinent <laughs> to what's going on here. However... Took a nap today. My first dream, and this is uh, more, this would probably help uh, with more metal-oriented people. I think I was in a music video Ooh. that sort of reminded me of the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I'm pretty sure it was Judas Priest playing... But it wasn't with Rob Halford. It was with Glenn. No, no, not Glenn. It was with uh, um, uh, Ripper Owens, who was a not a great singer for uh, Judas Priest during his two albums there. 
Um, I remember and I recall that because I was thinking, like, why the hell is Ripper Owens singing right now? And then I woke up. So hmm. that was that one. Then I went back to bed disgusted with the fact that I just had to listen to Ripper Owens <laughs> in my own head. So then I go back to sleep and it, it ah, just I, I sometimes just have like the absolute craziest dreams. I tweeted about it before coming on to the, uh, the podcast, but it's just I'm still thinking about it. I in my dream, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a beach house and I'm with a cache of celebrities, a really weird cache of celebrities. But we're on this beach house and next to some ocean. I don't recall. But I recall one scene so vividly. Where I'm sitting at dinner with David Bowie. What? Dale Earnhardt Jr., I think. It was a NASCAR driver. Uh, Anna Taylor-Joy from Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And Jennifer Lawrence. Wow. I was like, what the hell is going on? And we what all... What were you guys talking about? Stuff. <laughs> I recall, like, another major part of the dream is that we were all sitting around watching a movie before bed. I was like, damn, this is, I don't remember what movie. <laughs> and another part of the dream was that I lost my shoes. And I was like, oh, I left them in the water. So I dived into the water with like a full suit on. I was like, wow, it's really hard to swim with this. So I grabbed my shoes out of the, the freaking water, you know, drag myself out of the ocean. I'm walking by and Dale Earnhardt is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I dropped my shoes in the ocean. He's like, all right, good job. I walk inside and then I woke up. I wonder what that all means. I have no goddamn clue, Veronica. Losing your shoes in the water? Yeah, well, see, I had the suit on that I wore for my recent Metal Day video, too. So I'm oh, like, right, right, yeah. There's, the, there's, the, there's, like, the connection there. Yeah. But I was still like, what? Why? And this, is, this wasn't, like, the young David Bowie, either. This was David Bowie circa that, that period when he had um, that goatee. Like the nineties, I think this was mm. uh, what, what 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 discography was it there? Uh I think this was the heathen era. Perhaps. Okay. Oh man, I gotta just find a particular image. No, this is like two thousands Bowie. Okay. Okay. So like so that. So when one. he was sort of more sophisticated and yeah. older and yeah. Not the tall white duke, not any of that. No, right. no. I remember one I just I'm I'm recalling one interview where he had like a, a goatee and it was that look but without the goatee. And I was like, oh wow, this is that Bowie. But anyway. Back on the topic here. I was, back on I was topic. blown away because it's still on my mind. <laughs> Today in recent Habs uh news, we have two things going on. Uh congratulations to Cole Caulfield. Yes. He is officially on the United States. Uh, world junior team uh in their release from usa hockey at usa hockey on twitter uh i'm not sure if this is representative of uh lines but he's like third line center i think it's just all the forwards just jumbled into a uh oh yeah. it's alphabetical order i'm an idiot either way cole caulfield <laughs> is on the uh national uh junior team oh the yeah, preliminary great. roster yes there so we go. far so far, so he's still there, along with Alex Turcott, and I don't see any other name that I know, but a name that is not on here was um, yeah, Struble, whom has a lingering groin injury, it seems. That sucks. Yeah, it does. 
And as Grant McCagg mentioned, he's had that same groin injury since development camp in July of 2019. And in an interview with Grant, Struble said that he was good to go a month ago. Apparently he's not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's too bad. That's a disappointment because that's always fun for them. If it even happens. Right. And that's like the big question, not not even for um, the, the World Juniors, but man, NHL. Mm-hmm. We are literally one month away from the start of the season as of tomorrow. And yep. it doesn't look that great. Nope. Worldwide. And we're talking about COVID, of course. Um, what a terrible thing. Uh, in regards to COVID, uh, this morning, uh, Governor Cuomo from New York said that uh, Erie County is starting to, um, you know, stop elective surgeries again because of uh, how how the hospitalization rates going up over there. Erie County being in the Buffalo area. You know, speaking of Buffalo again. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, who knows how that's all going to work out. Well, and they were supposed to be starting training camp. They were supposed to be starting that up soon. Yeah, for the NHL in like two weeks or something yeah. like that around that time. The um, great. I'm really, really pissed. What, I'm really, you, really mad why? that we don't have hockey. I'm so mad about everything. COVID. I'm pretty everybody mad. Everybody being jerks. Everyone's a jerk. Yeah. No hockey. No hockey. And everybody hates all of this COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. It would be over a lot sooner if everybody wasn't a jerk. I agree. Selfish. Selfish. Un- uncaring. We see it. We say it every week, but it's just like it's so simple. I don't know if I mentioned this. I was watching on one of the news programs, a pretty livid doctor who was on, um, I think she was on with Joy Reid. I can't remember. But she was, she said, if everybody just wore their mask. (laughs) Yeah. This thing would, we could have gotten rid of it already. Mm -hmm. She, She said, if you're, this is exactly what she said. If you're wearing a mask. Your spit doesn't get on other people, and if they're wearing a mask, their spit doesn't get on you. That's a it's weird so easy. concept. But weird it's, concept. it's so easy when you put it that way. Remember, yeah. remember uh, Justin Trudeau when he said, <laughs> speaking moistly? <laughs> well, that's what oh, it is. It's the droplets. It's that stuff. That's how it's getting around. And people are 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 fighting for their right to die of this apparently their freedom to die from covid yeah yeah i mean uh you know freedom rings eternal and it's gonna get it's gonna get back to that point now um what we were doing in bc at the start of this Mm -hmm. everybody had to stay home go and get their groceries once every 10 days and just stay home the rest of the time and that's what i'm about to do because there's i'm not I haven't been through all of this just to catch it or get it from somebody. Yep. Anyway. Well, I'm with you. And we don't have hockey. And we don't have hockey. And the Ravens we don't deserve good things. And the Ravens game was uh, delayed again because like half the team has COVID or like like ten or eighteen like eight or eighteen of the players have it. It's like come on, guys. The MVP has it too. Uh like, who thought that was going to work out well? The only 
people who have done it right are New Zealand, mm -hmm. the NBA, oh. and the NHL with their bubbles. The only way to fix this is with bubbles. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, like that uh, Stephen King novel, The Dome, or whatever it was. The Stand. Was that it? I don't I don't I don't read Stephen King. After oh. a certain point I stopped reading Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, I think Steve. he's very gifted, but yeah, he started getting a little too out there. Yeah. I, I liked more traditional Stephen King. Yeah, such good stuff back in the day. Yeah. All uh, the movies. All the movies. Some of the movies. Some of the movies. I tried watching Pet Cemetery. Don't ask me why. <laughs> the old one? Yep, the original with <laughs> with the Keith, whatever his name is, Daniel O'Keefe or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty good. And it was the guy, the guy who played the judge on My Cousin Vinny. He was a neighbor across the street. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to go there. <laughs> you don't want to go to that house. Did you, you see two Utes? What's a Ute? God. So. One of the greatest uh, television shows ever created in South Park has a parody of that particular character. Oh, really? Whenever From the Pet kids, Cemetery? yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever the kids are about to do something silly, you know that that old farmer comes out of nowhere. He's like, <laughs> "You kids don't want to go down there. Don't you know about the Indian burial ground? They say things crawl around at night." <laughs> and the kids are like, "Whoa, really?" <laughs> That's right. And he's a reoccurring character in like the strangest things. Oh, too. that's very funny. He's so, so. I think far. he's gone. That particular guy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so. Kind of sucks. Um, so we haven't talked about this, but a few weeks ago, my cousin Vinny came on TV and I mentioned it on Twitter and it turned into like a little bit of a watching party. Ooh. And do you know who else was apparently watching it? Is Rudy Giuliani. Oh, that's right. Right? During his Ugh. oil leaks. Yeah. <laughs> what a freaking... Who listens to that goddamn cousin boinking folks? My hey, I had to say... I, I had to say boinking because we have a <laughs> policy now. But that guy, yes, he did that. And his daughter, the... Uh, of whomever is just cannot stand him a good follow on twitter if you do not like rudy giuliani and i don't i don't care if he was mayor of new york city during 9-11 the guy's a trash bag yeah look at his career before 9-11 9-11 essentially saved that guy's career yeah thanks bin laden oof Joy Reid had a great rant about him when he sent out his condolences for the recently deceased um, Mayor, oh, she had a rant about he could hold on to his condolences. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't get political, Veronica. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's not why they follow me. Um, okay. What were we saying? Rudy Giuliani, my cousin Vinny, the actor. Okay, is he still with us? Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Oh, um, he passed some like time ago. Like a long ago. time ago. Fred Gwine, or Gwyn, maybe, uh, born 1926, man. Wow. Lived through a lot, that guy. Died 1993. You know what was crazy about that movie? I am that... 
Oh my so God, nobody. Veronica, you're going to hate yourself. He was no. Fred Munster. Yes, or Herman Munster. He was the dad. God, I'm an idiot. With like the like the Frankenstein kind of or whatever the what? monster yeah. guy. What's that? Um, I feel youths. feel dumb now. He he was a smoker. Ooh. And he was, it was so like my cousin Vinny was so long ago that he was smoking indoors, like cigarettes. Speaking chess of with himself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Kidding. Lots of chess lately because of Queen's Gambit. Right. I wish we could have a podcast episode about Queen's Gambit because man, I do not love that show. You don't. Uh, Anna Taylor Joy. She is a right? incredible incredibly striking person that you can pick out a room real easy however power of her beauty is not enough to save that show (laughs) well then i'm not gonna watch it she can stare longingly and 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 intensely at the camera while she's trying to decide whether to move her rook or not not compelling television Mm -mm. and for whatever reason that show tried to make some weird spider thin guy like thinner than me and i'm a small dude dressed up as crocodile dundee that happens to be a chess grandmaster into a cool guy mm-hmm. or some french model is like oh, i'm so dazzled by this chess player excuse me please step back that is the most absurd thing i've ever seen in my life that, okay there's a lot to that show i can i can get into but we're not going to talk about it sounds good max and i were just talking the other day about um something that we've never neither of us ever saw is game of thrones and even when like everybody was watching it it was better during the obama years and now it's over and apparently the ending sucked so i know that i just don't ever have to watch it people still go on about that ending and it's rightfully so it was just horrendous like this wasn't like a, this wasn't like the sopranos ending that everyone hated and you loved this i loved it universally condemned i think the writers for the game of thrones show lost like their chance to direct a star wars film because of how much of a collapse the game of thrones show was oh wow it's just idiotic and like i said 2016 the season finale was like oh game of thrones season six where are they gonna go from here trump gets elected season seven is garbage season eight the last season garbage with a worse ending six seasons of game of thrones is worth it the last two no i wonder if they changed writers because there was a couple of bad seasons of the gilmore girls when they got rid of the head writer oh so something that they were running into a game of thrones is that the book series is not complete ah so they had to ad lib a few Mm. things and and that kind of started around the I mean, they they had to ad lib a lot while the books were in existence and whatnot. But come like season six, season seven, that was when they really started to jump the shark as uh, Arthur mm. Fonzarelli did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they uh, they jumped a dragon or three. 
it just got so silly. Like it got like D and D campaign silly. And when I when I say that, I mean Dungeons and Dragons, where the dungeon master is trying to wrap up a campaign with a bunch of players, and just like we're gonna throw in um, a troll giant hybrid, and then there's gonna be a a scorpion sorcerer. Good luck, guys. It's like, where did these things come from? It just <sighs> it's just so silly. Yeah, that's completely not up my alley anyway. Yeah. I kind of thought that I would watch it be, just because everybody was talking about it. First season's good. Okay. If well, you only want, if you only no want, to, want to watch the first season, go for it. Um, beware, that show has a lot of TNA, even by HBO standards. Right, and and um, violence with animals too, apparently. Oh, which yeah. is also I don't. And know. people. And people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people too. Um. Yep, season one, there is a horse that does get the the bad end of a sword. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on your feelings on horses. I love horses. Oh, you would not like that scene. Okay. okay. I'm not going to watch it. Okay, done. I'll take your word for it. That's okay. it. Okay. Cool. So, um. Did you finish rather... Barry? I did finish Barry. Ooh. Let's, okay. I was about to talk about oh Dominic Ducharme, God. but we have to talk about Barry. <laughs> so. A lot of people so for a long time were saying, wow, Dave, Barry is really, really good. And I was like, yeah, I, I bet it is because it's made and written by people that I do like. And uh, so Barry is a show on HBO. Half hour slots started. The first season started in uh, March of 2018. It is written, directed and stars Bill Hader of SNL fame. Um, He's such a genius. And he and it also stars. A great favorite of all of us, Henry Winkler. Speaking of Arthur Fonzarelli. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a show, and I'm not going to get into details, no. but it's a show about a hitman that decides, well, who's tracking a hit. This particular hit takes an acting class that's taught by uh, Henry Winkler's character. And the hitman is so compelled with what he sees that he's like, I want to become an actor and not be a hitman anymore. <laughs> Classic story, and honestly, what I just said does not give the show no nearly enough credit because it is funny, it is deep, it is yeah. tragic, and it is like I said, hilarious, hilarious show. Because Bill Hader, man, oh my god, I've never seen him act the way that he does in this show. He is so good, so good. Did and you the see train wreck. And the he physical, was so good in that one too. Oh, I did not see Trainwreck. And the physical comedy too is so well done. There's that one episode where he has to uh, cap that martial artist. Oh my god! What a crazy episode! <laughs> For Family Guy fans, it's kind of like when Peter went up against the chicken. It was like a whole episode of this crazy encounter where Bill Hader is having it out with his martial artist, and it's just it's absolute just a splendid incredibly paced episode like that everything was so perfect in every minute of that episode it was like one of the great because i love a well choreographed fight and especially like that but like i'm not about like i i I enjoy kung fu movies and like jumping through freaking ceilings and like fighting 50 people with a spoon and something stupid like that. I'm like, oh, wow, they really sold it. I can believe that. But I also really enjoy fights 
and fight scenes that are choreographed where, where the guys are just exhausted after 30 seconds of trying their hardest. And <laughs> they acknowledge that they're both tired because that's like how it happens. If you see people fighting at a bar, they're going to be like just breathing heavy, leaning on a wall, trying to figure out what they're going to do next. A perfect example of this, one of my favorite examples of this, is uh, the scene in uh, Pineapple Express when uh, Seth Rogen's character meets up with... Um, I gotta look up uh, his name, of course. Meets up with uh, Danny McBride's character, and him and Danny McBride and... Uh, oh, God, the other guy. Man, see... I can never remember oh, names. Oh, um, Falco. Yeah, Falco. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> James. James. Yeah, and they're all fighting in this guy's apartment, and it's just a complete – it's just so stupid and funny because that's, like, how three stoners would fight, throwing <laughs> crap at each other, like, trying to, like, throw a haymaker and hitting somebody with, like, their forearm and just oh stupid stuff like that. But it's so, so perfect, so well done. Guy's head goes through a sink by accident. You know, it's just just the best stuff. Anyway, yeah, Barry was really great. I finished it. That mind blowing, mind blowing, mm-hmm. and um, right. Um, we don't know when the next season is going to be. Cause of goddamn COVID. Yes. So mad. Oh man. Just like the crown. Just like the crown. It just like movies. I wanted to see Dune. How that got pushed into the whenever. However, there's good news. (coughs) Pardon me. On um, vaccines. Oh, yeah. Today, uh, Moderna said 100% success rate among critically ill folks. And they are putting their application to the FDA to get this thing to the people. Yeah. But this is going to be to the important people like nurses and whatnot. Yeah. So it's going to be rolled out piece by piece by piece. Yeah. So it's happening. It's happening. Just wear a mask. Just, yep. Wear Until a, then. A mask because, yep. hey, we have a flu shot now because people 100 years ago are acting just like they are today with zero regard for their fellow man. Awful. <sighs> Anyways, Dominic Ducharme spoke today. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, he said words. And, uh, honestly, I didn't have a chance to look in on this cause this was during uh, my work, um, hours. And I actually had to do work today of all things. <laughs> Same. Um, he was mentioning, um, putting Josh, uh, Josh Anderson and Tyler Toffoli into the lineup. Uh, he says that they bring great, bring a variety. They're players who are a bit different from the rest of the lineup. Totally. Uh, be it yes. by their strength, uh, Anderson's presence in the net, uh, in front of the net, Foley's nose for the goal, uh, won't change team identity, but it will add a new look to our offense. And um, yeah, it's it's stuff that we've talked about before, you know, most notably with Michel Lacroix and when they were both acquired as well. Um, 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 um. Uh, he also spoke about uh, Team Canada. Uh, being forced to quarantine for two weeks after players on Team Canada's roster tested positive for COVID. And he just said Team Canada always does things the right way, especially with Andre uh, mm, Torigny. That's not... Torigny. Torigny at the helm. I don't know. That's right. yes, I'm not looking at it. Um, uh-huh. 
just uh, going through a little bit here. <laughs> no, just that they're quarantining and that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, just a lot of uh, things about that. Uh, how are other leagues returning to play? How is that going to affect like other sports leagues uh, doing return to play? And uh, da, 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 da. yeah, just says uh, learn from the best and just keep going. Lots of uh, yeah. fluff. I don't see anything substantive here. <laughs> he yeah, he, I just saw a, a quick thing, a quick tweet about how he thought those guys were just going to slot right in. No problem. Um, Mark Antoine Godin of the Athletic Montreal. Hey. He's today. <laughs> we have to have him on. He's the only one we haven't had on. Oh, yeah. I'm um, sure he'd love to hang out with us. Totally. Absolutely. Like, who wouldn't? <laughs> I can um, think of. But, you know. He's he's solved the problem of, of the power play. Which is oh, great. Oh, do tell. So, blah, blah, blah. A team can have the world's greatest power play, but it wouldn't make much of a difference if that same team were unable to force opposing teams to take penalties so that they can deploy it. Mm. It's often said, yeah, da, 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 house of horrors at home. Oh, this is a good subheading. The Canadians' power play, having this Jekyll and Hyde nature at home and on the road is still difficult to explain. That uh, was quite a uh, topic, wasn't it? Yes. Because as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> what was it about La Centre Belle that just did not click for the Habs? Especially the power play. My Lord, the home power play was such a. I mean, you might as well just go get a hot dog when they're on the power play. <laughs> get something so Kirk, out of it. Kirk Muller talked about players being more relaxed and confident on the road. And the need to create that same feeling at home. Mm. Um, anyway, Weird. it's a really good article. You should look it up. We'll link it after the thing. Um, yeah. A lot of it has to do with confidence. Uh, you know, here's some highlights. It would be unfair to blame one player for the power plays failure. But it's worth noting that Max Domi was the Canadian's most frequent shooter at home. And he was firing blanks. So that must have been that must have been hard on him as well. Yeah, just demoralizing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Poor Max. Poor Max. Don't have to worry about a... him anymore. Nope. <laughs> Not our problem. Um uh, that's Tortorella's problem now. Yeah, so in the exactly. In the end, Max Domi, one of the Canadians fastest and most most frequent puck carriers on the power play, is gone. According to Muller, it's Nick Suzuki that should inherit a good portion of Domi's role. I agree. And uh, KK showed what he was capable of in the bubble last season, and his, his skating has improved so much, and I'm sure his confidence in that. So there's a couple of guys right there that I know are very capable. And oh, then yeah. Drouin was hurt for a big part of it, and he certainly has the capability of bringing the puck up the ice. So... Oh boy, Jonathan! Just fix it, Jonathan. This is uh, this is your year. Jonathan. I think I said this. I think I, th I think I said this last year. This is your year. This is it. Then he got hurt. I'm like, and then he got hurt. Oh, damn it! That freaking Capitals game, man. Oof. Man. Man. 
That was around this time last year that everything went to absolute crap. So the unit, the five-man unit that got the most power play goals was Gallagher, Tatar, Dano, Suzuki, and Petrie. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, first line right there. Oh, my yep. God. Yeah, those guys gang played and played and played that first line. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun to watch a power play. It'd be fun Not to watch enough. a hockey game. Yeah, it'd be fun to go to a movie. Yeah. Um, for a second, I was. Like, last month or so, movies were open, and then they said, nope, not anymore. No. The last movie, idea. The last movie I watched in theater was, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they put Alita Battle Angel out back into uh, theaters for five bucks a pop. I'm like, I gotta waste five bucks on this in two hours of my life, so... I was the only person in the theater. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. I'd love to. That's good. Socially yeah, distancing. Yeah. It was awesome. I'm trying to think if I watched like a new quote unquote movie in theater when they were back in. I don't recall. I can never remember anything when uh, when it no. matters. No. Ever. <laughs> anyway, this piece by by um, M.A. Godin is really, really good. And it's it's very intensive and I'm not giving it justice. So go check it out if you want a good um, if you want a good read about the Habs and pretending like they're still going to be playing soon. Um, check it out. That's right. And I recalled the movie because I looked it up in my app. It was Tenet. <laughs> that, Ooh. Uh, that, What's um, I don't know what that movie's about. And it's because you didn't watch it. I did watch it. Oh, you did. I, I watched it intently. And when the credits rolled, I thought to myself, none of this made a whole lot of sense because it was one of uh, those Christopher Nolan films. Christopher Nolan, uh, director of Inception, oh. Dunkirk, Interstellar, very brainy um did he also do Magnolia, or is that somebody else? That might have been Guy Ricci, actually. Whatever. Anyway, so Tenet, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this. There's just so, like, if you see a guy running backwards through time, just cap him. That would have <laughs> ended so many problems in the movie. Because the whole premise of the movie is that uh, people can reverse their inertia in order to go backwards through time and whatnot. And it was just so bizarre to me because they could do this with vehicles and boats and, and junk like that. It was such a weird concept. Well done in the movie to try to explain it as much as possible. But I mean, I was like, like, okay, I see a guy running backwards at full speed because in his mind he's running forwards, but anyway, it was just a you know weird concept. And if I if I don't know that person, I'm just gonna pop there, done, dead. We have won the day and stopped yeah. that guy's menacing plan. But just what and like, oh, oh God, I just, oh, I did not like Tenet and I cannot recommend it. Sorry. No. Robert Patterson I didn't like Inception. was amazing in it though. What was that? I didn't like Inception. I never watched it. I went and saw it at the theaters. Yeah. Oh, my God. I bet that was a mistake. 
Yeah, by the end, by like the middle of the end, because the, the two thirds of the movie is a climax scene. Like yeah. two thirds is like, and I was I got so annoyed I wanted to leave. <laughs> like just and, like, just nobody else is annoyed it. by this. Yes. Oh, it was too much. I like Interstellar to me by Christopher Nolan. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Like it wasn't paced as um, Inception was. Uh, of course, I hadn't seen it, but like I did, I've seen Dunkirk and I've seen Christopher Nolan's other works, Batman, of course, which are different movies altogether. Mm-hmm. But Interstellar was great. Dunkirk, I kind of hated Dunkirk because the thing with Christopher Nolan is that he loves messing with time in his yeah. movies. Yeah. I'm just, I just don't enough. care. I do not care. It <laughs> doesn't make you smart if you understand it. It's not a difficult thing to understand, but you can present a a, a volcano at a at a science fair and make it complicated, or you can present a volcano at a science fair and not make it complicated. Christopher Nolan chooses to make it complicated. Yeah. I don't care about that complicated volcano at the science fair. Just give me the just 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 yeah. Freaking cone of the <laughs> volcano and have it spurred up and bam, science. There you <laughs> what 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 do you do that? What what pills are those that they do that with? Mentos. Yeah, just put a Mentos in there and done. I'm gonna have oh a good my time. Oh God, I saw a crazy video Uh-oh. of somebody put the Mentos in a bottle of Coca-Cola, like a two-liter bottle. Yeah, and it just wreaked havoc oh absolutely oh and they did it in a bathroom stall (laughs) which is awful but yeah whoa (laughs) like how does that's crazy i would never do that it's like a bomb yeah christopher nolan might as well make a movie about that make it two and a half hours long (laughs) it's more entertaining put a michael kane in it again (laughs) like he's such he's so predictable i hate directors like that oh why was dunkirk it's a war film man i don't care about splitting okay here is the one section it's split up into three sections the 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 air force part the uh the stuff at home and then actual dunkirk and it's like the stuff at home takes place over a week the stuff at dunkirk takes place over a weekend and then the the stuff with the air force with tom hardy takes place in like an hour and they split it up all three of those parts where to the point where it's like oh i have to tie in this part so i'm going to show the same scene three times from different perspectives no, that so people awful. understand oh let me just oh so that's how he stitched it together yes but oh my god i just i hated dunkirk i wanted to love it and i hated it yeah i wanted i don't to... recommend inception Ugh. yeah and the third Batman was trash. I don't care what anyone says. I live in the dark. Bane. Freaking ridiculous. He's weird. Yeah. I liked him in The Fighter, though. Oh, to, uh, Tom Hardy? No, um, Bane. Oh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. That's Christian Bale is great. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I haven't seen The Fighter, but I should. It's a bit of a weirdo. Oh, it's a very good movie. Ford versus Amy Ferrari. Adams? Oh, 
Yeah. I'd take her out to dinner. <laughs> She's so funny. Hmm. Um, okay. Complete departure. Oh, yeah. Let's get back on it. Uh, Mueller said things about the power play. Good. Yes. Uh, congratulations to Philip Deneau. Speaking of uh, one of the uh, units on the power play and our first uh, line center. He was also the recipient of the Jean Bellevaux trophy. Yeah. Well deserved. Good for him. What a complete honor that is. I was very pleased to hear about that. And he posted up the greatest, the greatest photo of him on Instagram uh, of him as a uh, child in front of uh, the Jean Bellevaux, not Coliseum, but uh, a rink named after Jean Bellevaux in, was it in Ontario? Somebody mentioned it on Twitter. And um, you just slap a mustache on that kid and it looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that, exactly the same. That photo could not be more than a week old. No. And it's so obvious. Like, so obvious. It's so obvious. It's like Kutkanyemi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. J'ai pis Jean Dominé du Calice, Jean Bellevaux. Where is that? It must be Quebec. Or Pavilion. You're in Victoriaville. Pavilion. Victoriaville. That's that's Quebec. 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 He has has a Quebecer, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm just guessing. I'm. Do they have a Jean Beliveau Arena in Ontario somewhere? I kind of don't think so. Oh, maybe not. Maybe in French Ontario. (laughs) Um. By the way, very good for him. And then the the last bit of haves, haves news that I have is just, uh, well, today, uh, the NHL Alumni Association uh, released a video including um, uh, some alumni players, uh, Yvonne Lambert, Mario Tremblay, uh, Cam Connor, Doug Jarvis, uh, Phil Meyer, Lucien Dubois. <laughs> Dubois. <laughs> <laughs> Bloy, <laughs> sorry, Chris Nyland, Ray John Hu, Ryan Walter, and Larry Robinson um, wishing Guy Lafleur well during his uh, fight with cancer. As we all remember, um, uh, Guy Lafleur's uh, cancer has returned, and that was in a tweet from October 7th. And um, as is Guy, unless Guy has somebody running his Instagram for him, which probably is the case, um, he's still... Posting up things, uh, especially with his vineyard there. Yes. And uh, his liqueur, his uh, spirits that he also sells there. But the the video today was very nice. Um, a lot of uh, players, not not only Habs alumni, but also from the Rangers. Uh, like, uh, let's see. Yeah, Rangers and the Quebec Nordique. So that'd be uh, Brian Leach, uh, John Olgrednik, uh, Kelikisio, Matt Sundin. And also Glenn Healy, Ty Domi, Stefan Lebeau, and Steve Began. Very cool. Mm-hmm. They all wishing the guy well. Gee, 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 gee. And you can catch that on an article uh, put up by both uh, the Habs and uh, the NHL. Yeah. At least on Twitter. And it's called a Rallying for Gee on the Habs website. Because today's the last day of Hockey Fights Cancer. Today is the last day for Hockey Fights Cancer. So they got that assignment done right at the deadline. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Good, Good job, job, everybody. 
And um, yeah, that's all the Habs news I got. That's all I got. Yeah, I guess we can talk about anything now, not like we haven't been doing that already. <laughs> well, I just came across a tweet. What did you come across? It has nothing to do with hockey. Oh my God. Well, that's okay, because like, I, I can't think of anything <laughs> Habs related to talk about anymore. I don't understand. Uh oh. And I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, but you might have made the same, um, you might have come to the same realization lately. But Uh-oh. Glamour Magazine posted a tweet that said, Uh oh. Um, the Shits Creek lady is the same lady, the same mom from Home Alone. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, where have you been? I didn't know that was her name, Catherine <laughs> O'Hara. I it, thought Catherine O'Hara. On? I thought that Catherine O'Hara in Home Alone one and two. I thought those were her only movies <laughs> until I saw Shit's Creek. Right. And then I realized, oh, she's a big deal. She's a big deal. And she, um, for years, uh, she was on SCTV in Canada as well. With uh, John Candy, Eugene Levitt, Martin Short, um, the McKenzie brothers. Oh, they caught Rick Moranis' attacker, apparently. Oh, my God, Um, that took a while. Jeez, I know. What a great segment by Bill Burr on SNL. Oh, my God. Where he's like, New York's back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody put Rick Moranis in there. We're back. <laughs> oh, that was very, very funny. Yeah, but uh, no, but yeah, Catherine O'Hara was incredible. And Shit's Creek, my God, I didn't know it was that good. I had no idea. Veronica's never watched it. I still haven't watched it. It's better than Inception. I'm saving it. It's better than anything is better than Inception. Oh, I left that theater so mad that I wasted my money. I hate that. Going yeah. Into, it's just junk. Yeah. I waited. It's just like trying so hard to be intellectual. Oh my God. Like, right. Just it's be like, normal. It's like a bunch. It's like, uh, there's a whole lot of Twitter personalities that that fits, don't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Lots. Um, right. going to keep that yeah, to myself. Just be, just be normal. Just be normal. Now, with that being said, not to get back onto the Chris Nolan train here. Oh, no. I remember waiting in line to see Interstellar. Like, like I showed up like an hour before showtime, and there was a line going around the you know, the theater. Not not outside, but like inside the concession stand. They had to like rope off sections so people could like caterpillar in and whatnot. It was pretty incredible. Cool. It was cool. I liked Interstellar a lot, though. So I think I saw that twice in theater. I was like, I gotta see this again. So wow. Yeah, I know. I do that sometimes. Well, when it's really good. Yep. But Shit's Creek is great. I'm actually thinking about watching it again at some point if I get bored watching everything else I watch. <laughs> Thanks. Well, COVID. we've got at my office. My office. I haven't been to my office in 300 days. But um, yeah, we close. Like, we stop working mm-hmm. between um, eh, Christmas Eve yeah. and January 2. What? Yeah. 
Oh my God. You guys just get a week off. We just halt all operations. So yeah. So that's traditionally when we watch lots of movies and binge watch stuff. And especially this year, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, shit's Creek. God do it, Veronica. I will. I will. You're going to love it. I know. Catherine O'Hara. Like, the thing is that Catherine O'Hara doesn't even make that show. It's just, she's just so great in it, and so is everybody else. <laughs> um, Eugene Levy. Oh. Uh. He's one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite movies. Splash with Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks. Right. Wow. He was a scientist. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. And John Candy. That's one of my favorite movies. Man, I miss John Candy and Chris. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Guys, I miss them a lot. Yeah. There's a new John Belushi documentary, which I'm mm-hmm. which I'm putting on my list as well. That's a little bit darker, but um, yeah. I've yeah got he that was on a list. He was a fella. That. Yeah. Stuff. He oh. was a fella. Man, it's so oh crazy because I did the whole Blues Brothers thing yesterday for uh, the Metal Dave video. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe Yunker at Bear Yunks on Twitter. God bless her soul. Uh, yeah. Number one, she put together a very nice makeup tutorial for Habs related things. So check that out on her Instagram. Um, but she I only bring her up because she with with the Blues Brothers, one of the gags that was part of their the movie was that they had their names tattooed on their knuckles. So I did that with um with the video that I put together yesterday. And and she was like I dare you to get that tattoo. Do it. I was like, no, 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 no. I can't. That'd be that'd be too much. That'd be too weird. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything that I would want tattooed onto my skin. Oh yeah, you don't have any, right? Zero. Yeah, me neither. I can yeah. never I can never think of that either. No. Hmm. I feel maybe like I'd one, regret it. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Never say never. Mm-hmm. But I do feel I'm going out the way I came in. Yup. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna be like Mark Bergevin, get a get a huge sleeve up my arm all of a sudden. <clears throat> <laughs> You should just get the outline of the country of Chile up your arm. That would be <laughs> incredible. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. What are my kids' names? Well, there you go. Get the birth dates, like, on the back of your neck. That'd be really nice. Yeah, little... so you could only see it when I have my hair in a ponytail. Exactly. And then and then have it, like, surrounded by a heart and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and then, like, under the heart, there's an infinity sign. So you love them forever. <laughs> Get oh, it? maybe maybe written in um, Chinese characters. Oh, that'd be yes, really good. Yes, that's, that's super really mysterious. unique. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Veronica, but this means cheese in Chinese. <laughs> Sorry, we we forgot to. Our translator was out this day. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like um how um, and I noticed this in Japan when I was there. Um, they, they wear t-shirts of just random English words sometimes. Like they're, they're almost sentences. Uh, I wish I could think of like a good example. Like, 
like uh, both like people in real life and also people in animes, you know, the animated shows there. Like some guy would walk around with a T-shirt that just says spoons on it or something oh my Lord. like like what the, what the heck is that about? <laughs> We don't, we don't know. Like, you know, say if you go to Forever 21 and a girl buys a shirt that says, like, uh, uh, um, uh, on vit la Paris, like, I live in Paris, or whatever yeah. the heck it is, you know, the life of Paris <laughs> or something, right? And yeah. um, and just in Japan, it's it's more bizarre when it comes to English words. But for some reason, they think English words are very trendy, no matter what they say. Um, um, That's um, so um, funny. It is. It was, it was funny. And like you see when people get tattoos with a spelling mistake oh, or, yes. or or like some kind of phrase and they got the quote wrong, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of thing can happen. Yes. Yeah. We are out of time. I'm trying to find <laughs> some of these. We shows. made it. We made it through. Yeah. I hope if you're still listening, thank you. Yeah, okay, so I'm looking at some all right, apparently these are shirts that were that <laughs> that were pictured in Japan, like Japanese discount stores with random shirts that have English words. And one of them is a picture of fries, like like French fries, like in a in a McDonald's looking container. And under it it says potato. <laughs> and, then, and then another shirt just says benign, just bold benign. And <laughs> A, wo- a woman's shirt that says best smile again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Another one that says happy anniversary. <laughs> Water on the thirsty soil. Oh, no. Hamper. No. Don't choice a wicked want funny. Oh, no. Be ahead. Period. Okay. Period. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs>